Hey friends, welcome back to Fearless Fridays where I share short excerpts from fearless, ordinary women of the Bible who dared to do extraordinary things. This is my second Bible study and you can purchase it at AngelaDenadio.com or anywhere you find books. You can also download a free chapter on Priscilla at AngelaDenadio.com. I'll also take you behind the scenes on some of my adventures and ministry experiences and things God is saying to me during the week. I'll also introduce you to some of my fearless friends who are making their life matter for the kingdom. Today we continue in the women who helped deliver a deliverer. Ever feel like you're up against insurmountable odds? Well, perhaps no one understood that feeling more than Jochebed. If the enemy is anything, he's persistent. He never stops at the first attempt to derail our destiny. Undeterred by Shipra and Pua's life-saving actions, Pharaoh's hostility intensified. As his first and second strategies failed, he implemented a third and final policy to defeat the Hebrew people. In Exodus 1.22, the enemy's plan expanded from a concealed and concentrated effort to a national executive order. Pharaoh pivoted from the narrow, more controllable dictate given to the midwives to a broad mandate required of all his people. Then Pharaoh gave this order to all his people, every boy that is born you must throw into the Nile, but let every girl live. Pharaoh's broadened attack incited neighbor against neighbor. Existing side by side in Goshen, the Israelites became integrated with the Egyptians over time. At this point in history, they coexist together for 400 years in a culture that placed premium value on a woman's ability to bear a child. With one sentence, the joy of motherhood was stolen from every Hebrew woman. Yet as Pharaoh attempted to take the most sacred of gifts, the opportunity to bring life, every attack was met with God's intervention. Let's pick up our story again in Exodus 2 verse 1. Now a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman and she became pregnant. Pregnant. Let the plans begin. Insert adorable baby shower invitations and ideas for a creative gender reveal party. Call that photographer that took that pregnancy photo shoot you loved. Post sonogram pics across your social media channels. Choose paint colors for the nursery and presents for your registry. Blissful moments savored by an excited, expectant mom, but not for Jacobed. She treasured the months leading up to the birth of her first child, a girl she named Miriam. She laughed at her expanding belly and marveled at every kick, but that was then. That was before the world started crumbling around her and her people. Now, not a day passed without grieving for one of her friends, crushed by the realization that they were pregnant. She watched their marriage splinter under the strain of the loss of intimacy. Secretly, She wondered if hers might be next. It had been years since she had carried Miriam, but she knew the signs immediately. As the royal edict came down, Jochebed, a woman in slavery under a repressive dictator, found herself pregnant. The facts write the account of a woman with no recourse, no rights, but scripture tells us a very different story. Jochebed was a daughter of Levi, married to Amram, a Levite member of the priestly community. Jochebed means Jehovah is her glory. This outwardly ordinary woman is the first person in scripture to have a name compounded with J-A-H, Yah, or Jehovah, the name of God. Her name alone indicates that she stood out from the crowd, yet all her knowledge of God was about to be tested like never before. Don't miss this. 
We can know who God is, but until we're asked to put that knowledge into action, we won't know the depth of our faith. Faith is birthed in secret places when we choose trust over terror. She waited for nine months without access to a sonogram. She had no way of knowing if the baby she was carrying was a boy or a girl until the instant she gave birth. How did she endure the waves of anxiety that must have washed over her in vulnerable moments? How did she handle the panic that threatened to set in when she delivered a son? Scripture shares the weapon she wielded against fear. She was an ordinary woman giving birth in anything but ordinary conditions, and he was no ordinary child. She gave birth to a son, Exodus 2 verse 2 says, and when she saw that he was no ordinary child, she hid him for three months. In Acts 7, we read that she cared for him in her family home while he was still able to be kept relatively quiet. She nursed him in secret until she could hide him no longer. But Hebrews 11.23 provides another critical piece of information. By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. In an unfathomable situation, she saw the fingerprints of an extraordinary God. She had heard the stories of the women who suffocated their own children before they allowed the Egyptians to take them. In a culture where confusion was screaming, Jochebed perceived the still, small voice of Jehovah. She saw he was no ordinary child. She discerned and looked for the open window of opportunity. Not only was she present and perceptive, she was prepared for God's provision. Since she placed her trust in God, her spirit was equipped for the most daunting fight of her life. She practiced a personal relationship with Jehovah. That is why she was not afraid of the king's edict, as the scripture says. Because she stood on the foundation of faith, she stood out and seized her God moment. This fearless mama crafted a clever design to preserve the life of her baby boy. Her courageous next steps impacted the destiny of a nation. Exodus 2 verse 3 and 4 say, But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Jacobed's bold choice required her to go against every maternal instinct to place her baby in the Nile River. Not only did she risk her life and the lives of her family for violating Pharaoh's order, she endangered her baby by surrendering him to the Nile. Well, let's stop for a second, though. Our thoughts might be tumbling, possibly landing on the premise that she had no choice, but we always have a choice. When we crumble under the circumstances, we let the world have what is most precious to us. If our hope is not firmly set on God, our hearts will settle for less than his best. She could have let Egypt take him or do the unspeakable and take matters into her own hands. Instead, she became an instrument of preservation and deliverance at her own peril. Instead of caving to the world's demands, she crafted a cradle to save hope. Think about the irony of her decision. The king's order, all babies thrown into the Nile River. Jacobed's plan, place baby into the Nile River. But let's be clear, she didn't sacrifice him into the Nile. She surrendered him to Jehovah. Because she placed her hope in God, the enemy's plot for destruction became God's tool for preservation. 
Her homemade cradle might be better described as a mini ark. The Hebrew box or chest was made from finger-thick, bamboo-like pieces of papyrus stretching 10 to 15 feet tall. She reached for the same plant used by Egyptians to build light and swift boats. This tiny watercraft foreshadowed a much larger vessel constructed by Noah as God's intended tool of preservation during a worldwide flood. And Jochebed's faith mirrors the faith of a young girl she would never meet. Mary followed in Jochebed's fearless footsteps when she gave birth to Jesus, God's means of preservation for all mankind. On a tiny stretch of a riverbank in Egypt, and in an insignificant cave in Bethlehem, the voice of hope rose above the noise of fear. We're tempted to place our hope in so many things, people, bank accounts, promotions, a different spouse, a healthier body. But if we tether our trust to anything but God, we will find ourselves sorely disappointed. Fearless faith relies on God to make a way, No matter how insurmountable the odds seem against us, God can preserve our hope. When the future seemed grave, Jochebed made a critical choice that still speaks to us today. She crouched in the weeds and held her breath, but that's not the whole story. Her desperation gave way to dependence on God, and her faith collided with destiny. She had carefully paid attention to the time and place Pharaoh's daughter typically bathed, And as Miriam stood at a distance, the baton was passed once again. Join me each week for the Make Life Matter podcast, where I sit down with leading voices for compelling conversations that help us ground our worth in the word instead of the narrative of the world. And then right here on Fridays for short devotions and inspiring short conversations with fearless friends for Fearless Fridays. Thanks so much for listening.